Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Big Biz Show. Featuring insight, analysis, and a lot of stuff that's none of your business. Uh, hold on. This is the Big Biz Show. I think it is their business. Making the markets work for you. Here's the man with the plan, Sully. Live from the Loft 100 Studios in sunny San Diego, California. Big Biz Show's on there. Sully here, Costa there, our executive producer, Greg Tonneroff. Hello. I have no idea what he does. And of course, <laughs> the day trader Quattro. Guys, give me something. Three, two, four. Whoa. Wait a minute. Whoa. Wait a minute. Yeah. Minds are blown. Tight. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. One, two, three. Come on. You cannot teach that. That is unbelievable. That's. Right there. The only thing we're missing is costing with a couple finger pistols. <laughs> and some really you. short shorts. Okay. And a mustache. And of, a mustache. All, of all the people in the studio here, Jay Turner Quattro, Tataroff, myself, you, uh, JB, the, all the guys in the control room, um, who was the last guy to do finger pistols? <laughs> like, no. No, dude, you have. Okay, Jared, Jared, has anybody in the control room done finger pistols in the last year? Anybody? Curtis. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. When he was getting his hair feathered. Um, what about the yeah. band? Has anybody in the band does finger pistols? No. 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 I did a real pistol uh, Thursday night. There you go. That's fun. Hey. Is is does it matter if it's single? Like just hey. That's gotcha. scary because you know what? <laughs> what? <The> single pistol <laughs> could be confused. So. <laughs> <laughs> let's not do let's do finger pistols, not single pistols. Okay. Okay. Hey, um, uh, our good friend, um, our good friend, um, um, Mr. John Miller. Yes, but I want to I want to explain. John Miller is one of the most creative guys in the country. Okay, uh, he handled all of the marketing, creative, uh, advertising for several companies. Of course, uh, XXII, which is the 22nd century, mm -hmm. uh, is his latest uh, stint. We thought we would get John Miller uh, in, uh, in 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 the at the show. I'd like to get him in the studio. Of course, him and Jim Miss have created this unbelievable company that is helping. People smoke less. Um, you don't hear anybody talk about combustible cigarettes very much anymore, right? Mm -mm. We just don't do it, right? Um, however, the FDA has designated on their label that they have to say, helps you smoke less. Let's talk about the addressable market here. Military, all of Mike's friends in Mira Mesa Bowl. Um, like, there, there's a huge addressable market here because <laughs> people are still smoking. Long story short, they have created an, a, a bio-agricultural company with reduced nicotine content cigarettes, and here to talk about that is John Will. John, how are you, sir? Good to see you, pal. Hey, man. Hey, Sully. How you doing today? Great to see you. I'm sorry. I didn't realize I had Conan O'Brien on here with us. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, love, your, love your work, man. Love it, Frank. Uh, hey, listen, you have, you have a great background in marketing and advertising, and this is a tough one because suddenly you're in a space that doesn't allow you to promote on a, a, a television. Um, like in other words, we can't say 
uh, a 30 second spot with you know Mike mm -hmm. blasting cigarettes up behind the 7-Eleven. Like you can't have that commercial. Yep. You're not allowed to advertise on, uh, in magazines, I don't believe. Yet you have a responsibility as a public company to get the word out, and you guys are doing it. So talk about that. That's a challenge. Well, you're absolutely right, Sully. You know, on the first point you made about it being a big addressable market, because there are still 35 million people, believe it or not, in the United States who still smoke. You know, the size of the category is still amazing. Uh, when you think about all the research that's been done, all the warning labels, all the different uh, nicotine replacement therapies, all the programming, uh, there's still 35 million people and 180 billion cigarettes sold in the United States. Um, sure, we can't do TV and radio, but you know what? When we have guys like you out here talking about this, we know there's a latent demand for the 60 to 70 percent of the people who want to quit smoking, and that's what our product VLN is all about. So VLN, as I say, is that that reduced nicotine content cigarette is what's helping people find a path off of cigarettes. So, so here's some anecdotal information and also research information. People that are trying to quit smoking put on a patch sometimes. Sometimes they go to a, 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 you know, some sort of a program. Hypnotism, maybe. So, yeah. Mike, right. and, and by the way, I want to be careful about anecdotal stories, but there's tons of research behind this, otherwise the FDA wouldn't get behind it. Give me your anecdotal, anecdotal story about your friend. Well, somebody who, in, in my family, uh, uh, John, and, and they, when I first started the show with Sully, they reached out and I said, hey, listen, we, this, this company is with us and it's basically 95% less nicotine than a normal cigarette. They started smoking and now all they do is smoke uh, your product. And so I'm living proof through this person, family member of mine, that it absolutely 100% works. So I, again, I can never say thank wow. you enough well, uh, to you and your company. But the other thing, didn't you say that when they were smoking this, they couldn't tell the difference? They could not tell the difference. And I said, be honest with me, because if it, if it tastes disgusting or whatever the case may be, I'll go back to them and tell them. And he said, cannot tell the difference. Yeah. I'm still trying yeah, to Not it. surprised. I mean, it, it, it's a great story because, it, you know, VLN, the product looks, feels, smells, tastes like a regular cigarette. Yep. Because it's grown from a tobacco plant that our company, which is a really a next generation plant biotech company, yeah. they learned how to grow tobacco plants with no nicotine, or excuse me, very little nicotine. And, there, and there's the graph so, I always like to look at. Yeah, remember, yeah, remember seeing those yeah, things in the exactly. magazines, like to the next the best graph now? ever. Yeah. And then suddenly it's like, oops, there's that spot in the corner. Oh, yeah, that's VLN. <laughs> hey, let's talk about the company yeah. because you guys have made significant um, inroads with uh, states because this is not just about shipping Gatorade to the next 7-Eleven. Uh, obviously, you are dealing with government agencies as well as, uh, as, well as obviously getting uh, the states to agree. Talk about that journey and how you guys have been doing. Sure, so in addition to the federal regulations, as you had mentioned, right, we have a modified risk tobacco product designation from the FDA, the only combustible cigarette that has that. Uh, VLN is also now available in 48 of the 50 states. Uh, we're staying away right now from Alaska and Hawaii, but continent, the continental United States, we have authorization um, so we're seeing more and more people learning about the product. Uh, we're getting more and more of the retailers to take the product. We'll be in, we're in 16 states as of the end of next month. Wow. Uh, we'll, our goal is to be in 18 states by the end of this year. Uh, we're going to hit that goal. Uh, we've got great retailers, like you just mentioned, 7-Eleven. Uh, we have Circle K. Wow. Uh, we've got some big pharmacy and uh, drugstore chains coming on board with us as well. Uh, this is a revolutionary product. Um, it's a pro It's the only product that meets uh, smokers where they are. You know, if you're a smoker and you've been smoking a long time and you know you want to get nicotine out of your life, a patch probably isn't going to do it. Gum doesn't represent what you've been doing. Mm -hmm. We meet smokers where they are, and they understand this product. 
and they understand why it works. Well, that's, and that's why we're getting the results. That's, yeah, as I say, that story I just heard, you know, about that's what we're seeing. We're seeing family members buy this product for other family members. It's not just smokers buying it for themselves. Well, it's, the, it's, an, it's an incredible story. And the business model side, it's all about distribution, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's great to know. They're, they're, you said Costco and 7-Eleven, where me and Greg Tutter are both by our wine and our suits. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. it's, yeah. it's easy. Kirkland. But, but, here, but my question is this. Beautiful. How tough was that road, John? Because you're the guy. How tough was that to make that phone call and say, hey, Mr. Southland Corporation, we have an idea for you. This is not a vape. This is not Juul. This is not, uh, this is a real thing. How long was that, was that road? Sure. Well, the VLN story is counterintuitive, right? It, you know, when you see a, a cigarette product that has on every pack helps you smoke less, 95% less nicotine. People are a little confused by it, but as they start to understand this, they get the point. And then when you look at retailers, like smoker-friendly stores in Denver or 7-Eleven or Circle K, they start saying, you know, my shoppers are much more important to me and actually more valuable to me if they're healthy, if they're living a healthy lifestyle. Uh, smoking, on average, you know, reduces people's lifespan by 11 years. You know, VLN helps stop that. You know, it helps retailers, you know, in the way that wouldn't you like to have your shoppers here yeah. for another 11 years? They see the benefit. They see the economic benefit of having a product like this. I've seen that. But it's, it is. You're right, though. It's, it's a challenge. I've seen that stat before, um, reducing your life by 11 years. I think so does marriage, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, um, so my, my, my question for you is what's next for, for, what's next for XXII? XXII is their stock symbol, two X's, two I's, 22nd Century Corporation. What are you most looking forward to for the next, let's say, six months? Continuing to get the story out. We know that the path of the consumer is you know, awareness, education, and trial. And once we get the uh, consumer to the trial stage, the adult consumer tries VLN, and then they talk about it, just no. like the story we just heard. You know, People will share the success of this. Uh, because this product is so familiar and then so effective, we know that advocacy is going to play an important role. No. We have an influencer program which is starting up, you know, and it's, it's been amazing that people have wanted to get involved with this brand. Yeah. And that's going to continue. Uh, you know, on the on the commercial side, you know, we, have we have we have retailers who are going to be more and more involved, more and more states. I also think within states like California, who have already passed, you know, menthol bans, uh, flavored nicotine bans, a state like California could conceivably pass a low nicotine mandate. Oh, I That's coming say, I from the FDA. Say, I thought you were going to say fall into the ocean, but you're right. Also, could pass all yeah. <laughs> nicotine. Well, uh, remember, I also live in Orange County. I know so I you do, John. Yeah, yeah. Um, listen, we got to get you down in the studio. This is a great. This is a great story. It has been for a while, and we're happy to say we'll be covering it for a while. But I, I can't wait until you guys deploy the military. John, thanks, buddy. John Miller. Interim CEO and president of the tobacco division of 22nd Century Group. Stock symbol XXII. Go to XXIICentury.com. Barbie Biz coming up. See you in a With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Over there, it's uh, Nyquil. Of course. Uh, you know, nothing like, um, you know. Daytime cold. Honey, I haven't drank for a week. Sip on, <laughs> on that Listerine and Nyquil. <laughs> there you go. Hey, uh, great to have you along today. Uh, a couple of things. Have you guys heard the story about Tay Tay? Ban, do you know who Tay Tay is? Come on. I'm seeing her tomorrow. All right, by the way, did you go to, um, did you go to, um, the limited and get an outfit for yourself before you uh, go to see the Barbie movie. <laughs> what would implore you to go to the Barbie movie and go to Taylor Swift? I know. Having a niece in town? Okay, fine. Sorry. Oh. Thanks. Thanks. One, I think you went to chess. No, he, he just killed. Because my uh, niece who's dying of a, she lost an arm yesterday. Is, it's, thanks, Jared. What I was getting to is she has her own economy. Like she is larger than the GDP yes. of Corfu, Capri. She has more cash. Yeah. Than like five governments yep. in this world. It's amazing. But think Remarkable. About, think about her audiences, though. That's a ton of people who are also. Oh, I can't say that I didn't go to the go see the Taylor Swift concert, so that's why I'm there. Mm -hmm. Whereas a sports fan is like, I went to see the game because I want to yeah. see the game. Jared, how, so you're going tomorrow night? Uh, yeah, we're going Friday. She's doing six dates in LA, though. And by, the way, by the way, if you want to try to buy a ticket for any one of those six dates, it's five thousand dollars. Is it really? Yeah, five grand. Yeah. Uh, which tells me. They could do another 14 dates if mm -hmm. they could just get the dudes at the Gap store in to the Taylor Swift concert. I put it on the company card. I'm sure you did. Thank you. <laughs> we, had a, we had an email or something to Greg Todoroff, our executive producer, uh, about a company called uh, Archimoto, or as Greg likes to say, Archimoto. Um, they're publicly traded on the stock symbol FUV. And joining us now is Chris Dawson, the CEO. Chris, how are you, sir? Starting to make your way there, pal. Oh, I'm well. I'm, I'm working on booking the, the Tay Tay concert. <laughs> By the way, I didn't realize I had such a following. Dude, I, let, me, let me tell you right now. I know you worked the last Belly Up concert I was at. I think you were at the door. <laughs> was the second look familiar? I think he does. Or you were at the back door. Hey, great to I'm see you, man. I'm trying to retire early. Don't hate on the game. 
Well, um, Costa has a retirement plan. Um, when he gets uh, another five years, he's going to kill somebody. Gets um, yeah. He gets three hots in a cot. And Greg asks, who's he going to kill? He goes, uh, he goes, what about your wife? He goes, who do you think I'm going to kill? <laughs> um, <let's, laughs> it's a long way to get to wow, that. Yeah. Hey, talk to us about this company because I'm looking uh, at your website here, and it looks like you guys are right at the right place at the right time uh, with respect to um, these functional vehicles. Talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. I think we were really at that intersection of where there's going to be a mass adoption for micromobility as energy prices and costs continue to go up and up and up and fuel be becomes more and more expensive uh, as a result, as well as just electrics and the acquisition costs and the operation there. So that vehicle, the FUV or MUV and rapid responder deliverator, all built on that same platform. And they're all about three times as efficient as your modern Tesla is. So, you know, it's the same amount of get around with a third of that. And so not just fuel prices will continue to increase, but also our electric bills are continuing to increase. So this will really intersect that. I mean, I really wanted to distill it down to the, the most basic analogy. So do you need a 6,000 pound SUV to go get your latte or do I, I need a big diesel box truck to deliver wow. me my toothbrush? Asked and right? answered. Right. Wow. You know, you know what? I'm going to steal that. Hey, you know what I need to get me? I need to get me some get around. Yeah. I'll mm -hmm. um, talk to so so what is the um, what's the functionality is this a get around everyday thing uh, is it is it a freeway car is it a golf cart is it a, a commercial uh, utility vehicle I mean what, what what was it designed for originally uh, so the answer is yes it's all of those things so we really designed this really looking at 90% of drives so 90% of drives one or two people minimal cargo average trip length of three miles and total daily travel about 35. So this is to facilitate everything that you need, nothing that you don't, to knock that out. And here in Eugene, when I'm driving around, rain, sleet, whatever, I'm in this thing, running around, getting everything done, hitting the gym, going to the grocery store, running the Posing DMV. Posing for that ro romance here. novel? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, saw the, Again. I, I saw the box. He's a handsome man. I'm just saying, I can't stop looking at him. I think um, he's wrestled an alligator before. He I has. I swear to God. Like today. Yeah. Um, Who hasn't? Did you? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> right, right. I live in Eugene, yeah. but not in a house. I'm in the woods. Um, did you see the box truck, which, uh, which Mike was envisioning a Domino's uh, sticker on the side? <laughs> yes, um, I was. But, but honestly, though, if you think about this, this is where we're going. Like, how, like, is there a Without reason? a doubt. Should I go to the, should I go to the, uh, the dealer and buy the Humvee this afternoon? Probably not. We're going in this direction now. Well, not to mention they look like they're fun to drive. Yes. Yeah. What right? can go wrong? Like, yeah. Chris, does this does this drive like a like a, a uh, snowmobile or what's a motorcycle? What does it feel like? And does it come yeah, with a cooler I'd, in the back? Yeah. So I'd say the ride is very similar to a four, between a four wheeler and a motorcycle. Right. You have all the stability that you get in the four wheeler, but you get closer performance to what you get on, on two wheels. And so you still have that motorcycle control structure, but you also still have a, a foot brake. So it's very comfortable, very intuitive for anyone to just jump in and go. I can give someone a 30 second run through on the controls and they're off into the races. It'll hit 80 miles an hour on the highway. Wait, wow. wait, wait, wait. Wow. It goes 80? Yep. Wow, what could go wrong? And it's, quick, it, and it's quick enough to outrun all those all the ICEs when you need to get ahead, to get over, take a right or a left. Did you just so, say outrun ice? I'm just asking for a friend. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so it's brilliant for, for so, so what is the addressable market here? Because um, you're in the right place, right time for EVs, number one. Number two, we are, with, the, uh, with COVID, didn't we take away 30% of the parking spaces because of the restaurants, right? Yes. I mean, you're in the Street right place. Right? Phase. So, mm -hmm. so what's the price point and, and, and are we on the market and how do people uh, get involved? Yeah, so we are on the market. The, the stripped down base price is at 19.9. 
uh, all the way up to 25 plus, depending on the on the options that you select for it. And to your point around parking and everything else, if you're living in a, in a thick urban area, this is a really ideal vehicle. We drive around here, we even stick two into one parking spot. Wow. Uh, and so you can put these next to each other in a lane if you really wanted to. So we're taking up far less space. It's a lot easier to find parking. Most places are completely agreeable to let you park this where they park motorcycles or out front. Uh, so you can really get these in here. And it, it, it's not just the energy usage, but also the space that we're taking up, the amount of material that goes into the vehicle. So if you really want to be intellectually honest around what a sustainable vehicle looks like, this is what that is. Chris, is, is maintenance and upkeep pretty minimal? Yeah. So just like in, in any electric vehicle, there's far less moving parts than there is in a typical ICE. We're even more simple, again, because we've built this to all the things that you need for that get around, but none of the things that you don't. So it means maintenance is considerably less and the easier you end up getting into more part swapping yeah. than anything. Uh, and so you have, less, you have less parts to break, the parts that do break, uh, are just swapped out with local maintenance. So we have maintenance partners in our, in our bigger areas that also help us support. We have our own maintenance team, but then we forward deploy uh, maintenance assets as needed. Hey, Chris, are there dealerships? Uh, or, or do you go order through the website? How, how, how do we, uh, we want to buy six, so let's get that going. How, yeah, so how, how do people get involved? Yeah, so we're direct to consumer. You can buy them right on the website. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we are breaking, we do have a, a dealer down in San Diego that we're polishing up and getting that to roll out and we'll likely land a dealer in Florida. Those are our two biggest areas and really getting out to where the people are that are buying this product. That's so awesome yeah. because we want you in studio because Mike Cost has a dealer in San Diego and in Florida. So, <laughs> <laughs> but we'd like to have you come to San Diego. Maybe we send a camera crew down there to the dealership. Let's go, and, super uh, fun. And you know, maybe you do a couple of DoorDash deliveries, Mike. A sure, thing absolutely. Hey, listen, Chris, it's a pleasure. We want to have you back, fantastic. Archimoto, stock symbol <laughs> FUV. <laughs> Did you see the pipes on that guy? I did, man. I can't stop looking at him. Look, like he's beautiful. That's a beautiful man. <laughs> man. He was, talk, he was talking about part swapping or something swapping. <laughs> I didn't hear what I said, so I heard the word swapping. God. I don't care what he's pitching. I want him back on the air. No. Big Fish Show continues. Stand by. See you in a minute. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. show is on the air. Sully here, Casa there, our executive producer somehow is hiding out in a place they won't find him. Greg Todorov. Love it. Great to have you. Hey, uh, one of our favorite things to do here on the show is when we get email from you, our viewers or our listeners, we're at 110 million TV homes every day uh, on Biz TV, and of course, uh, we're an American Forces Radio Network, so we're TV and radio. But sometimes we get shareholders or we get a fan of a book or a celebrity saying, you guys ought to interview this guy. Uh, somebody interviewed you, Greg, and said, yes, you got to talk to this company called Nexelin. Nexelin. Right, Nexelin. Mark um, White, yes. Yeah, Mark, Mark White is the CEO of a company called Nexelin. Uh, they are publicly traded on the stock symbol NXL. Um, and I'm going to let him talk about uh, this, this mental health epidemic. But great to have you, man. Talk to us about this thing you call the global mental health epidemic. 
but more specifically, you know, everyone in the studio with you, everyone here in my office, we all know somebody that's having some type of an issue related to quality of life, which relates to some form of a mental health issue. I'm talking about everything from children with the attention deficit disorders, adults with dementia, depression, anxiety, panic attacks. We can even get into addiction. And as you said, it, it's, a, it's a global problem. It's a global mental health epidemic. And today, really the only treatment that's available to those that are out there suffering is medication. You know, as, as, you, as you went down that list, um, I think every person in the studios was starting checking boxes. Like, check, got that, nailed it, that was it. It is pervasive, is it not? And the funny part is, I believe that um, social media and our uh, instant gratification society has, has exacerbated that. And I would argue that if you, you and I had the same conversation in 1970, it, albeit horrible back then, it's worse now, correct? Absolutely. And, and you know, everyone's trying to pin the tail on the donkey as far as, you know, what's changed, what's causing it, why socially are we struggling with these mental health issues more than ever before? Um, some talk about social media, some talk about the strength of drugs and alcohol, some talk about some of the trauma and chaos in the world. The, the reality is we have a big issue. Yeah. We got a big problem and we need to figure out a way to fix it. Speaking of donkeys, uh, Mike has a question. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sully. <laughs> Mark, that's why I have mental issues right here behind the bar. Oh, I'm a bully. In that's all, right. You know what? <laughs> in all seriousness. Mike Costa lives matter. <laughs> In all seriousness, though, how much did COVID completely knock a lot of people off their axis? So that's, you know, it's hard to put a number to that. But, you know, as we, we read a lot about it, so as we know, we basically locked up 80% of the world mm -hmm. for more than a year. And, and so when we take away all social interactions, especially to those that are already sensitive to, to issues related to mental health and their quality of life, what you do is you take existing circumstances, you alienate them, and you, you basically increase the problems. You increase the drug and alcohol use. You increase suicide. You increase self-harm with uh, students, you know, young adults. So at the end of the day, though, it all comes back to the brain. And this is where our focus is, is focusing on the brain and how to treat the brain in a safe and effective manner that's not involving any types of drugs and it's non-invasive. Hey, Mark, by the way, Mark White's our guest. He's the CEO of a company called Nexalin Technology. They're publicly traded under the stock symbol NXL. So talk to us about your uh, proprietary sort of uh, uh, therapy for this malady, which we all suffer from. Okay, let's, I'll try to keep it simple. So the brain basically operates with frequencies and electrical energy patterns. And those patterns interact with chemicals, hormones. Today, currently, when we have a mental health issue, there's some type of an imbalance in the chemical and electrical system of the brain. And today, what we currently prescribe is medication to treat the chemical imbalance to a chemically imbalanced brain, expecting it to be normal. So we're, ta we're, we're talking about what, like Prozac, for example? Would that, would that be an example of what we're talking about? Prozac, Cymbalta, oh. Welbutrin. I mean, there's a, there's a long, long list. Uh, Ritalin, Adderall for the children, um, et cetera. You go on and on. And at the end of the day, what our technology is about is using frequency packages, again, collaborating with the natural frequencies of the brain. And literally through research, we have developed a waveform based on frequencies that will promote a response in the brain 
towards health and wellness. So Mark, to be grotesque here, because I'm hopped up on Mucinex and Windex right now myself, um, but the point is, are we talking about uh, what we would, we would have called shock therapy back in the 60s and 70s? Okay, so, so that's where it kind of all begins, is, is it starts with shock therapy, put electricity in the brain, see how it responds, and over the years they develop very strong shock therapies. We all know the stories, the memory issues, side effects, one flew over the cuckoo's nest for the older ones in the crowd. But basically that evolved into Watch. lower voltage or lower forms of electrical stimulation. Uh, you see a lot of them on the internet, yeah. battery operated little toys that people are trying to claim can cure major mental health issues. And what Nexelin has done is sort of taken 40 years of research and science, studied the brain and its natural frequency energy and created a technique where we put a pad on the forehead a pad behind yeah. each ear, and we stimulate the brain undetectable. You can't feel anything. There's no side effects. There's no risk. And what will what will occur is that there will be a natural response towards balancing and normalizing the chemicals in the brain that are currently out of balance that you currently treat with medication. Hey, Mark, is there an FDA component to this? Talk to us about the infrastructure so when people there, say- There is. Okay. Our, our, our original tech, uh, technology was approved in the FDA in 2003 for anxiety, depression, and insomnia. We currently are no longer distributing that products. We are focused now on taking our technology that used to be in a clinical console setting. And basically, we've put it into something not much larger than a set of sunglasses or glasses that goes on your head like a halo, which is the trademark of the technology. And it stimulates on the forehead and behind each ear. As I said, it's undetectable. You won't feel anything. And it, today, it is the most powerful uh, frequency-based treatment wow. in the world. That's amazing. Well, what's interesting is, um, if you look at if you look in terms of every option you have when, let's say, you're depressed or, or you know, there's a mental issue, the first thing you do is go to the, I, I can't remember, psychiatrist, psychiatrist. psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. uh, it's because they prescribe the, yeah, the psychiatrist it's, 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 it's if the, you drug. Yeah. Psychologist drug doesn't, right, yeah, exactly. psychiatrist. So, so, so the point is, um, what is the adoption rate for you guys? Because look, we've had a couple of people on there talking about uh, psychotropics like um, LSD, which is, which is now in, the, uh, in fashion. Now we're talking about shock therapy, which by the way, obviously, I mean, it's, it's, you're, you're, you're affecting your, your neurosystems, whatever. What's the adoption with, with the professionals out there? Like, like how are you pitching okay. this to the, to so the, let's, to the hold on now. Let's, let's back up for just a second. We're not shocking anybody, just so you know. Okay. What we're doing. Well, look, Mike, Mike's uh, licking nine volts right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're not shocking anybody. Car battery. Yeah. So Mike just put know, a pair of sunglasses listen. on with a little nine volt battery on the side of it. <laughs> yeah. Greg and I were talking about this yesterday. Basically, look, your body's full of electrical energy. And all we have done is designed a waveform, a way to stimulate the brain with the natural electrical energy patterns that are already in your body. So this is why I'm saying you're not going to feel anything. I love this. Yep. Hey, Mark, Mark okay. so what's the protocol? Can I put this on when I go to bed at night? Can I put it on when I'm driving? Like, like what, what's the protocol? Well, we'd rather you not drive around. We'd like for you to just sit in a chair and, and basically reduce the stimulation the brain's already getting. You know, remember, stimulation's eyesight audible, visual, et cetera. So the idea is to sit in just a chair, relax, read a book, put on the headset for 40 minutes in the privacy of your own home. The technology is prescribed through a virtual clinic platform 
So you still require medical oversight, medical um, interventions. And from there, you are gonna wanna treat yourself 15 to 20 times, 40 minutes a day over a period of three to four weeks. What, 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 like everybody, everybody in here is holding up their hand. Who doesn't want this? I mean, as a preemptive thing. I right? do. I want to be a like, lab rat. Yeah. Like, what, it, it seems to me it's like, why not just preemptively sign up and say, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take out 40 minutes a day and I'm going to listen to the Sully Band. Or I, want, I want to get past the bullying that he subjected me to. And I think, Mark, you are absolutely the person <laughs> to help me. That's, you know, you're right. <laughs> it could be. Well, you know, and back to the adoption rates. So, so 10 years ago, no one really wanted to talk to us. Today, everyone wants to talk to us. Obviously, the next layer is, as you mentioned a moment ago, the psychiatrist. Yeah. What our uh, research tells us that in three to five years, which actually lines up nicely with our business model, three to five years, when you go to the psychiatrist in our virtual clinic, so telepsychiatry on your phone, when you go to the psychiatrist, like that, he's gonna give you an option. He's gonna say, I've got a drug-free option and I've got medication, which would you like to try? Mm -hmm. Or if you tried medication and you didn't respond well, or you didn't like the side effects, he's gonna say, I have an alternative that's drug-free. And doesn't, there's the option. Who doesn't right? love this? In three, I, I, like, Mark, literally. you said three to five years out? Yeah, we're looking three to five years out for the adoption where basically it'll be a normal part of the prescription um, and treatment offered by the psychiatrist. And eventually we'll bring the psychologist into the conversation as well as your general practitioner, because what most people don't know is your GP prescribes about 80 percent of the psychotropic medications currently in the country. Uh, big biz show, Mark White, stock symbol NXL. Excellent technology. Thanks, bud. That's so cool. Phenomenal. Love it. plays with uh, Dave Matthews and um, Lauren Hill, um, James Brown, is actually playing a Ventrilo solo right now because we got a CD player right behind him. <laughs> so if I just turn him down. The Big Biz Show's on the air. Good to have you guys. Can I have a little bit of love? Let him, let him ring that up. Could you do a version, Mike, if we did, um, remember that, what's the guy's name from Matchbox 20? Rob Halloran? What, Rob something? Yeah. 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 Nailed it. Give me his last name. Yeah, it was Rob uh, Defraculator. Yeah. What, what was the guy's name? Rob Thomas. Oh, of, Ro of oh yeah, course. Rob. Yeah, Rob you Thomas. He, so you know, Thomas, Santana. we went to different high schools together. <laughs> right. He, Rob, Charles Santana, all of his music's like, Oye Como Va, or um, the, yeah. other, the other ones, the Carl. <laughs> he never sang. You were just a different singer for each one of these things. Yeah, I don't think I can't. I can't. It's like the Alan Parsons Project. Hi, I'm 900 years old. But <gasps> they, he, Alan Parsons wasn't singing. Uh -uh. Synth Synthesizer Five. Yes. Yeah. No, but but what's interesting was Rob Thomas from Matchbox 20 came out and did the. Which is the which is the lyrics, by the way. Um, yeah. But I thought it was brilliant how like he could do like a Carlos and Friends, a little bit of Buble. Oh. Uh, I mean. Wouldn't I love it be, Buble. Wouldn't it be great to be like just to be able to write music and say, I know, I'm gonna call up Frank. 
Oh my God! And just have them do the song for you, and the next one, now you're out. I got right, right. Well, that's that's what Tony Bennett, God rest his soul, was doing. Hey, we're having a great, great time. And the, <laughs> hey, everybody! A little song called "Starlight uh, <laughs> in the Moonlight." Mommy, is that you? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of damn good times, Robert Nastico is a good friend of ours, uh, founder and CEO of a right. company called Splash Beverage. One of our favorite guys. I consider him a friend as well uh, as a uh, frequent contributor here. And boy, what a story! From when we first started talking to him, when he had uh, salt tequila into uh, Copa de Vino. Yep. I noticed the Pulpa Loco's gone because Mike probably downed that. So oh, good. That's break. right. Mike likes to shoot. Well, and up. then don't and then don't forget tap out. So yeah. tap out. You know. Oh, that's he, right. He's, when you think about it, he's he's got you at night with the tequila and, and, he's the, got a and the wine. He's got a hangover. And then he, and then you wake up the next morning, yeah. and and lo and behold. So, Mike, when you shoot up on the commercial breaks, you yeah. come back and have a tap out, you'll feel better. Um, Robert Nastico, CEO of Splash Beverage, SBEV. Buddy, nice to see you. Uh, I have a question for you because there's so many press releases that have come out in the last three months. You have, you're moving at the speed of light here. It was almost like a couple years ago when you first got distribution with Walmart, to Greg's point, with, with tap out. It changed the whole face of the company. Talk about that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we really have been performing. Everybody's out working hard in the streets. It's a long, arduous process. It's brick and mortar, you know, so you have to establish extra distribution. Then you gain the ability to get it on shelf by going through the retail, you know, uh, authorization process. Yeah. Then you yeah. have to support it. Then you, then you take it to the next level, do that again, next level. So sort of stair step your way up, uh, up the but, so, Robert, you were the, like, fourth employee hired at Red Bull. You took that company, because you were senior vice president of, of, of Red Bull North America, you took that company to a billion-dollar company. I assume the, the metrics are the same. Hey, I got this energy drink called Red Bull. I'd like you to try it. You're, st you're in the same category. Is it the same metrics to get it on the shelves at this point? Because it's all about distribution, right? Yeah, yeah, distribution, clearly, if it's not on shelf, it's not for sale. Okay. Critically important. Um, but that, but that's that's not an easy process to do. Red Bull took many, many, many years. Tito Tito Beverage, who owns Tito's wonderful vodka, take, took him many, many. It's a 20-year-old company. Celsius started in 2004. It, there's that phrase out there of, of the 10-year overnight success. Yeah, right. So it takes it takes time to do this, uh, but to do it right, like we are, yeah. uh, really establish a strong foundation is critical. And we're doing that. And we're taking our time and doing it. You know, one of the interesting things about your company is that if you look at the Intels of the world, you look at the Oracles of the world, you look at Google of the world, they're, they're, they're making their money and, and increasing their stock value by doing acquisitions. You guys have an acquisition model that's pretty impressive. Talk about that. Yeah, that's really where, um, it's really where our exceptional growth will come from. As that's, how, that's, that's really the important point of the entire model. Um, our legacy brands are important. We love, them. We love all our children, if you will. Uh, but the big growth will come from acquisition, and we are hot on that acquisition trail, as you'll learn here in the near future. Hey, Robert, is it is it criteria specific to alcohol? Because obviously, tap out is is a big brand. I mean, do you guys, when you put the radar out there to look for the next acquisition, I mean, could it be, you know, a, 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 a hydrating powder packet? Could it be? By the way, hydrating powder packet is a new name of the band. Just telling you. <laughs> Could it be, could it be um, something completely out of the categories that you're in? I mean, is, is everything open to consideration? Yeah, we're, we're open to all segments within beverage, but we do prefer beverage alcohol. Uh, it's our preference. So do we, by the way. Just as, as, Truth a, be told, as a point yeah. of clarity, so do we. Just to me. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, we are wide open to non-alcoholic products.
And you know, what's interesting is your Popa local acquisition, the most recent acquisition, is, is, a, is a, you could take a, a class on how you deployed that. Because you looked for a company that was low debt, that, that would do high value, and then you and then you got distribution almost immediately. Is that the unicorn? I mean, you, or was that just how you guys deployed? And they put it in a paper can. Yeah. Well, that, that's a, that's a really great story, and we don't have time on this program to go through all the detail. But it's a fantastic acquisition for us. Very small, uh, but it was already in that paper can, uh, which we have the rights to for 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 the Americas. Well, yeah. excuse me, for North America. Um, and some of it, frankly, they authorized it because of that. Yeah. Uh, it's fully sustainable biodegradable uh, packaging. They call it uh, as part of their brands with heart program. So we're racing to get to every 7-Eleven, you know, coast to coast uh, with this little product. It's a lovely sangria and a tremendous package. The, um, uh, the, the one thing I've got to talk about, which, is, which was instrumental for you guys, is this Copa de Vino. And who doesn't want this in their back pocket everywhere they go? I mean, the Bank of America is pulling out. I'm waiting in line. But the bottom line is, uh, this is now in stadiums across the country. Is that the new model, or are we trying to get this on shelves everywhere? What's, 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 the, what's the strategy there? It's really both. Um, so the, the founder, James Martin, did a very good job with the product. Uh, we picked it up a year and a half or so ago, and uh, we've been pushing it really hard. So we're in convenience stores. We're in stadiums. We are uh, pushing for grab-and-go business, for example. Uh, it's perfect for that. It's very rare when you have a grab-and-go uh, organization on making this up like Chili's, you don't buy a beer and, and take off, but they will sell you a glass of wine. Yeah. So we're, um, we're really looking at uh, all segments uh, for uh, convenience consumption. Hey, buddy, when are you coming back out to San Diego? You have to see the new studios here. It's, it's about time to get to the uh, Southern California yes, area. Sir. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm sure we'll be out uh, probably the next month or so. Thank you, buddy. Robert Costico, CEO, Splash Beverage Group, SBEV. That does it for us. Roll the credits. Big Biz Show. Tonarov. Costa. Hello. Some boozy guy in the corner showed up. And the day trader, Quantrum. See you tomorrow.